Good afternoon, my brothers and sisters, on this, our third spoiler cast for the GMG VGBC, or Good Morning Guys Video Game Book Club in 2022. Also, the second spoiler cast for Horizon Forbidden West, which we will now be referring to as HFWSCPD, Horizon Forbidden West Spoiler Cast Part 2. Hmm, I thought it was like a police hmm. department. It did sound kind of like the police started it. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you get kind of like police-like in this game. So it's like, you know, you're breaking up all kinds of fights. You know, instead of arresting fools, you just uh, just knock them out, kill them, whatever. I think think we're getting ahead of ourselves, though, right? Oh, are we? Maybe we are. Who are we? Good call. Thank you so much for joining us on this fine morning, afternoon, evening, or night as we allow someone to finish discussing their thoughts on this blockbuster sequel, while also allowing another someone who was late to the party because they could not get their video game priorities straight, share their belated thoughts. That's right, folks. We are rehashing and reflecting on the epic sequel to Horizon Zero Dawn together. Uh, Today. Horizon Zero Dawn? The sequel to Horizon Zero Dawn. I wasn't listening, apparently. Horizon, apparently not. <laughs> I was like, wait a second, <laughs> I played the wrong game. <laughs> uh, too bad for you, buddy. Because <laughs> I know that after a week, you forget everything. So, yep. mm-hmm. uh, But again, we're getting ahead of ourselves. I am right. one of your two hosts tonight, today, this afternoon, as I alluded to at the top. Uh, uh, let's see. What is my name? Oh, <laughs> uh, I am one of your two hosts. The I prefer to float rather than climb a mountain mountaineer and transition zenith lucas hamswisher whoa oh hey ho, hey also with me the judge of the jury and the executioner of zero dawn gaia and her subsystems while also simultaneously being a silence hater patrick novacell i i don't i don't i don't know if there's a following uh for silence but if there is it's got it's, it's a cult following because he is the worst <laughs> All right. All right. All right. All right. I'm pretty sure you got that out of your system in the first spoiler cast. Let's just. Hey, if people are coming back, they want to hear more about me. <laughs> they wanna, wait, well, they're about, about to get. Silence. They're about to get some love from me because I like silence. I like him. <laughs> no, he tastes like feet. Snarky. Good. <laughs> it tastes like feet. Smart guy. Good. A whipping boy. Good. Anyways. Yeah. Uh, also. Cryptic a lot. Yeah. Uh, so, given we've already covered some of our impressions through the show, I know you've given your first impressions. You made it about halfway, I think, right. of the yep. last spoiler cast. You got to the big shocker, um, the first big story point, I think, when we discover that the aliens, quote-unquote, slash people that fled the Earth and faked their own death and had been gone for thousands of years have returned other big spoiler is, of course, that they're the same people, that they lived for a really long time, and uh, they found a way to, you know, preserve their life and reach the immortality and all that jazz. Well, right. as, long as, as long as they have their shields. Spoilers. Um, uh, but This I did, is a spoiler cast, so yes. <laughs> yeah, this is a spoiler cast. This is the second one. So seriously, <laughs> at this point, if you're like, oh, I didn't want to know, and I want a spoiler-free spoiler review, you're not getting Whoops. it. Okay? <laughs> Get out we gave spoiler-free reviews. I'm pretty sure we've all given our numbers. I gave it on the last show. I'll give it again. 
uh, later. But first, I do want to share a little bit of my first impressions as I shared on an episode, just in case we have new or kind of new people okay. on here. You Perfect. just stumbled upon this somehow. Yeah. Uh, it did not grab me at first. Um, uh, thus why I missed the first spoiler cast, because I just was like crawling along in this game. I did enjoy the refresher at the beginning, uh, but it still felt a little rushed. It felt like Aloy had learned nothing from the first game um, and, and that she was just encountering people who were either begging for her attention or whiny that she had abandoned them for months. I just didn't like, I didn't like the, this first step we were taking. I feel like at the end of Zero Dawn, it was like, hey, Aloy understands I need people with me to help uh, learn my lesson. And then she has this like six month break and she forgets everything. She loses all her gear. She's back to square one for the most part. And it's like, uh, okay, I guess. But you you thought it was rushed. I thought it was so, slow at first. I guess, I guess for me, I felt like, I felt like, yeah, I, uh, I don't know. I felt like it was rushed in the sense of this is what I'm doing. I gotta, I gotta go do it. Like, I feel like I wasn't properly caught up to the last six months, like where mm -hmm. I'd left off, we had resolved things and she was looking for stuff. I don't know. Maybe it was just, maybe it was just, you know what? It, it wasn't so much, I guess that the story felt rushed. It was that the, the map quickly got overwhelming and I felt oh rushed goodness. into the collectibles, like the, not, not just the collectibles in the map, like the, the question marks and the, go grab this, go talk to this person. I thought the skill tree, like I'm just go ahead and throw out some negative things because this is all fed to me, not getting my butt moving on this. The, the skill tree was overwhelming, convoluted. It unlocked things to weapons I really liked, but I didn't know an easy way to find out, okay, I use this and that. So how do I unlock a, a cool ability? Well, it's buried within all these, you know, 10% more damage or 10% less you know, damage or 10% faster healing. And, and I just didn't really like the, uh, the skill tree. No, and yeah, all, I, I, I totally yeah. get that. I mean, the, the skill tree was definitely overwhelming. Uh, there was, a, there was a, there was a lot there. Uh, yes, there was, a, there was only five skill trees, but my goodness, like you had to, once you started one, it's like, you really had to, you had to make sure that you wanted to max that out because you yeah. uh, unless you play this game for a thousand hours, you're not going to be able to ma max out right. uh, all the skill trees. So you literally have to yeah. make sure that you pay attention to which one that you want to do. And then also, yeah, and like, there, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, and there were some skill trees that I didn't really want to invest in. I was like, traps, traps take, I mean, it takes her at least 30 seconds to lay a trap down. She's like, oh, then you move this here. And, and then by then a dinosaur is yeah. eating you. And, but, <laughs> but, but buried... Buried in the trees I didn't like, there were weapon upgrades and abilities that I wanted to unlock. And I was like, I got to use my skills to invest in this trap stuff just to get to this one little, yeah. you know, thing for my javelin that I really like. And, and so that was kind of, that was kind of a pain uh, I, f I found. I wish there was like an auto, and you've talked about this for other games. I just want an auto upgrade. Like, yeah. I don't know, give me a, a defense, give me an offense. You know, other games have this where you press square if you want an offensive auto upgrade. I would have loved that. Yeah, and and you also said that the, the the map just all of a sudden gets super big. Like, yeah. that's another reason why when I heard you say uh, it felt rushed, like you are you are dropped into the first part of the map, and there's so many things to do that you really could get lost in it and not get to actually yeah. any of the story beats for hours and hours and hours. Yeah, 
It's true. So, uh, but it's like I, I thought I, I love the ability. I love the openness. There's a lot of stuff that you didn't have to do. I agree. You don't have yeah. to do all the collectibles. You don't have to it's go true. to each each one. Um, and what's what what's great about uh, about it is also when you're when you're looking to go get the platinum, you only have to do a percentage of things. You don't have to do yeah. them all, which was yeah. Which was I a appreciate good, that. Yeah, I appreciate that as well. I think for me, I just I I felt like Zero Dawn was one of the most organic conglomerations of things to do main side collectibles that it all felt like it it worked together like the collectibles helped me discover the world i was in like it because at that time i didn't know partway through the game that i was in the future i thought i was i didn't know where i was or when i was Mm -hmm. but you find like you know a coffee mug you find things from our time and it's like oh how we're in the way future this isn't like an alternate world or a timeline or this is like the far flung future. So I, I just felt like, you know, it, it gave me U- Ubisoft levels of stuff to do that I just, and, and part of it's me. Like, I just, I've gotten to the point in life where I like to play a, a large variety of games. I don't want inundated with a bunch of open world stuff. I, I like more streamlined stuff at this season in life. Maybe in the future, you know, I'll swing back to where I like that kind of stuff and I'll be fine. I do intend to get the platinum for this just to give you spoilers for. Yeah. how i felt about this game i i i have you know by the end i'm i'm dedicated to getting the platinum eventually i don't know when but yeah so uh they give us all that stuff uh i would say early on before you know the 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 major story beat of finding out about the the alien earthlings that come to visit us the first aspect of the story that got my attention was actually the story of the odyssey uh their attempt to copy gaia the subfunctions. Uh, and then getting thwarted by Travis Tate, a.k.a. Matthew McConaughey. If he didn't voice him, it was like <laughs> a dude impersonating him. Impersonating him. Yeah. Uh, did you catch that when you listened to Travis Tate? He's like, he's like that, that's like, uh, the, almost that Southern Matthew McConaughey that you get sometime. Hey, y'all. Like it's, just, but the guy, it was the hilarious. Guy, so the, he was like, it felt like they were just trying to have a different personality in the game. It felt shoehorned yeah. in. It didn't feel it did. like he was a part of the world. No, because he, he, I think he, he was only in a, a mission or two. They showed yeah. his little recordings and him like, you know, laughing in their faces like, ha ha, I thwarted you, Odyssey. You're not getting our files, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then he's done. Like, there's no mention of him ever again. But I think the reason I liked this portion, the whole idea of the Odyssey was to me, it was Wally. Like, it was a plot point directly from Wally, people leaving Earth. And then all of a sudden, it clicked with me at this point. One, this is going to be a part of the main story. I don't know that I knew it would be the same people coming back from space, but I, at that point, I was like, oh, there's going to be, we're either going to space or those people are coming to us. Like, it just like, it clicked. And I was like, yeah. they're telling us for a reason. And I got excited because, I, as you know, I love Wally. And all of a sudden, I realized as Aloy, I'm just playing a girl Wally. Like, I'm trying to preserve Earth. <laughs> I'm trying to save lives. Like it's oh, Swally. Only, like, only you would, would <laughs> compare Horizon Zero to Horizon Forbidden West with Disney Pixar's Wally. Yeah, You're hilarious. That's right. Yep, yeah. that's me. That's Good me. Stuff. So from there, we of course we we gather up the functions. Uh, we start realizing we have to gather all the subfunctions. We get Gaia. We meet the humans from thousands of years ago. All that jazz. Uh, and then from there, it hit another law where I'm like, well, what am I doing again? And then Mass Effect 2-esque plot, plots arrive where we're all of a sudden we have a base and we're gathering people on our missions and they're coming back to our base and we're having conversations. We're talking with Gaia 
which uh-huh. at, at times was very long in the tooth, but at the same time was fascinating, right? Very fascinating. Like this, so there's there's a there's a lot of games where I'm like, all right, this, this is enough dialogue. I don't really care. But the way that they did this in the game, the exploration of the world of the of the of the functions of the people of the yeah. zenith, you know, like they went into very very big detail to like, hey, this is what it looks like. This is the approach. This is who these people are. This is who they who they were, who they are, who they're how they became who they are. Uh, it was it was so awesome. That was not just not just Gaia. Gaia was was on another level. You yeah, were, she I was. would sit I would sit there for like an hour. Yeah, just I felt like a kindergartner. Like she was my teacher, and she's like, "Today, class, we're going to read a story." And I'm like, "Oh, okay, yeah. I can't wait." And there was there was many play sessions where I would just be in talking to Gaia and listening to what you know. Hephaestus, who this, who, what, what Hephaestus yeah. is, and how Hephaestus came to be, and how it relates to Hades, and all this stuff, you know, like mm-hmm. it was very, very interesting because it gave you a lot of background and gave you reasoning. You know, it wasn't yeah. just, hey, this is what it is. It gave you the reason why, and which made me more invested, more engrossed in the story because I'm a story kind for of sure. kind of guy. And if I, if you can give me that kind of stuff, and for it to be interesting. That was amazing. I I understand. Like, there's a lot of people are like, no, just get me into the action. I don't care about the story. Yeah. But this was like, these were all optional. Like, you didn't have to go through all the all the skill or all the trees uh, of the you conversation. Didn't. You did. You did not have to. Uh, it's not necessary. But it made it made me when I got went on a mission to go to do what do whatever. Uh, yeah. It gave me a reason why I was doing that. I'm like, oh, okay, this is why I'm getting it. They gave me right. they gave me plenty of 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 information as to the reason why and it was a, that's i thought that was one of, i i can understand people saying hey that's the worst part of the game but for me and for some other and other people maybe you uh, i think mark boucher as well uh that that was a gr- very awesome part of the of the story was all yeah. that dialogue it was i mean like i don't know how many pages upon pages of, of written dialogue there there is in this game but it's got to be one of the largest yeah, this game at times was like reading a book. Thankfully, it was like listening to a book, which yeah. was much better than reading. I say any game that allows me, and, and I think it did this a little bit. I feel like, you know, when you would highlight, you know, data points with your focus and it was an audio one that I could walk around and listen to, I was like, good. If it gave me a reading one, I'm like, sorry, not going to figure out what that is. Right there. With I, I need all of them to be audio so it doesn't waste my time. I do not want to read. I'm sorry. I just don't want to read. Give me a listening option or a reading option. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, give me give me both. And so when it gave me the audio stuff, I love that. Like any setup to a new area when you were getting like Poseidon in Las Vegas or getting other sub functions in other parts of the world in San Francisco, getting uh, ether, I think uh, I loved the, the buildup. Like you would listen to someone giving a diary. Like when you go to Pharaoh's tomb, you get you just get stuff to find out who these people were, to find out how crazy they were, or how weird they were, or how brave they were, or whatever. Uh, I love that. I will say that I slacked a little in the sub character conversations. I saw the exclamation marks. There were a couple that I, I tried to converse with, and then when I realized how much I would have to actually talk with them to yeah. figure out what to do on the side, I was like, I don't, I don't have time for this, and it was self inflicted. I usually like that, um, so I'll definitely go back and talk to them about stuff. When I go for the, I don't know if it has to do with the platinum or I'm sure there are missions I need to do with some of them. There, do you there, do you know? There there is. I think there's one mission uh, that is well that was throughout the the entire story was um uh, what's her name the uh, Varl's main yeah Zoe 
So yeah, so where she was, uh, it was the the spirits of the animals of of the yeah. Machine, I'm intrigued you know? like, by that. That I'm was a really cool story that lasted almost the entire entire game. Which you, right. you know, go so that that was a really cool way to do it. And and if you if you, I don't know if it is it is necessary. I'm pretty sure it was. But as you as you're going through that, you know, like it's it is you're 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 unwrapping your your the 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 present you're like you know, peeling away yeah, the onion for like, sure throughout yep. throughout it and uh yeah. the only way you can do that is if you continue to have those dialogue uh choose those dialogue options when you talk to them uh yeah. in between missions and things like that yeah i i really liked speaking of zo i you know and speaking of you know share any you know sub sub main characters or i guess some of them are pretty much like main almost main characters because they're with you most of the time but uh, I, I appreciated Zoe's role, not just her story and the the healing, you know, healing the machines kind of storyline that went on. But I appreciated her relationship with Varl because one thing I didn't like of Varl at the beginning was that he was just like a lost puppy or just like, I don't know, like a 90s sitcom character where he's just like, I'm always positive and I want to help you. And oh, OK, I'll I'll go away if you don't need me. And he just he felt a little too positive i don't know that that sounds bad i like positive people but he just didn't hit me right at the beginning but once he got in a relationship with zoe it kind of took the focus away from from aloy i thought are they gonna have like a relationship but then once zoe came and it was clear oh yeah varl varl's got the he's got he's got a, a little bit of the feelings for zoe so right, right. uh i i like that kind of deflection and as time went on varl grew on me uh the other characters that i really liked were beta of course who comes in the second half where you get to you know, rescue her, befriend her, go through a lot of conversations with her. And then I loved the one-armed guy, um, to, to, to Roto, to Roto. Oh, I forgot his name and uh, I didn't write yeah, it down. I don't the one, right now. Yeah. He's the one-armed man from the fugitive. I, lo I loved him. He was like, he was like really like serious. And then he grew on, you know, you kind of, he bonded with you and your missions and I enjoyed him. Was there anybody that you uh, particularly liked? We know, of course, your joy for Varl, but you can share about him. <laughs> yeah, or yeah, I, I really, I really did like Varl. Varl was my favorite character. Um, I, I loved that he was like he always wanted to help, and um, yeah, so he was always there that. to be to be like the the good the good you know shoulder uh, you know like like hey the voice of reason and trying to because Aloy throughout the entire game she's like I want to do this by myself and he's like no you know I'm we're here. We're here to help you, you know. Right. Like you don't have to do this by yourself. You shouldn't do this by yourself. It shows as many many different scenarios that you need the help to to complete these yeah. missions and things like that. Um, yeah. I th the the only the the guy that that was I thought was good in the first game that really fell off for me was um, Aaron. He yeah, just, want, he agreed. just wanted to drink and and never never figure out how to play that board game, dude. Like, ever. At at one point, he was just like the fat guy from Wally, who's like just sitting at the computer, being like, "What's dancing? What's pizza?" Like I just hear him talking in the background, like, "Oh, you hear about this pizza? They put like meat and cheese on bread." Like he's just talking about all the stuff he's, and that's all he does pretty much the whole game. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how about any particular side missions or missions leading up to the final mission that you liked? I I really enjoyed the the cool route mission like kind of that setup of working with the chief uh and and meeting the one-armed guy knocking down the helms deep like place like that's that i thought that was a funny 
plot twist because usually you're like defending yourself and you see the idiot who's like, this is going to defend us forever. And then you wait for the bad guys to come and destroy it and then to show them, hey, you're an idiot. And this time you're like, you know what? I'm not going to wait for enemies to hit this. I'm going to blow it up. And then you convince the guy, hey, you need to join the cool route. And he does. And I, I like that whole setup and, and the arena and stuff. How about you? What did you yeah. like? Yeah, there were there were a few, but it was more of like the storyline rather than a particular moment. One yeah. was one was when you're in Vegas, uh, oh, trying, yeah. trying to find uh, how to uh, you know, the fireworks and all, and 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 that that whole scenario, that whole situation of uh, of of making it look like Vegas and the fireworks and the holograms, that was really cool. Of just like finding the finding the uh, the the stuff, the equipment to make sure to to allow you to dive deep. Uh, right. uh, uh, into you know lakes and things like that that allows you yep. to breathe underwater. I think that that whole that whole situation was was all was nice. I like like I said the the whole like spirit animal thing with Zoe that was that was really cool. Um, yeah, I liked and I liked the the buildup of Regala. Like you see mm-hmm. the first the first you know step into the Forbidden West. Regala is there, Oof. and you know that 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 that's gonna be like that. The whole like speaking of like a lot of dialogue, there was a lot of dialogue as you're sitting there in the Forbidden West, and Regala comes in, and you know that that's going to be one of one of the villains. Um, yeah, for and sure. And the whole storyline of like of like battling her and her army and things like that, and then getting to the point at the end when you have a decision to make whether you're going to kill Regala or or spare her, give yeah. mercy, and be have her be a part you of do? your final crew. Uh, for you me. Do? I, I usually go the good route when I'm playing, and I I offered mercy because oh, I was my like, man. This, me I was too. Like, this, you know, because with video games, you're like, like, you never know. This person may be an integral part of the final mission, and I'd rather yeah. her be a part of it than than just like because it it didn't seem um it didn't seem on brand for Aloy to just, not at all. Yeah, it felt so, weird. Yeah, so I definitely uh showed mercy and allowed her to become a part. I thought when I did that, I was like, I'm going to regret this. I'm going to regret this and she's going to turn on me again. But no, she didn't. So it ended she up didn't. Right. She faced off and took down like a dozen specters. It was a, it was a cool little end for her, you know, spoilers on the last mission. Like she gets surrounded and she's like, ah, the death I've been waiting for. <laughs> and this is like, ah, with her little sword. Yeah. I was like, how are you going to fight these specters <laughs> with your little, your little toothpick razor blade sword? I'm just like, all right, have fun. Good for you. Yeah. Um, so in these story moments, you know, you you talk about how the the main story had some really cool moments. Uh, mm-hmm. I think for me, my second wind for interest in this game, like I said, the first time I really was like, oh, this is a this is di- different and really cool story was um, was when they introduced the the zeniths. The second moment for me was actually later on after you get beta back and in between. Like once you get beta back between every mission, you have a conversation with her. She's really struggling with her past. She's struggling with the conditions she faced. Um, and, and you see this almost like this, that you can compare and contrast Aloy and beta because they're clones of each other. So they have a lot of the same personalities and, but they, while they have the same nature, they have a different nurture. And yes. at some point you have a conversation with her where this comes up and, and beta pretty much says, I'm a defect, like I'm defected. And uh, Aloy's talking with her, trying to figure out how to encourage her and eventually sees, uh, is his name Rost? The guy that died for her? Yes. That trained her. Yep. She sees the, it, it brings up the, the hologram of Rost and she's like, 
you're not defective. You just didn't have Rost. You didn't have this guy. You didn't have someone in your corner. You did not have someone who died for you and gave themselves for you and believed in you. And it was like, like right in my feels. I was like, oh my gosh, this is beautiful. Like, because in this moment, like me being a pastor and a missionary, I automatically like go to Jesus. I'm just like, oh my gosh, this is like symbolic allegory for Jesus. I mean, that's Mm -hmm. like what separates me from a normal human being. I still have faults. I still have issues. I still have fears. I still have all those things, but I have Jesus. Like he died for me. He, he taught me, he, he walks with me, et cetera. Like, and so like seeing that, that parallel, that that intersing of things, I was just like, I'm in. Like, I can't, I can't not like this game now. Like, there's no way I can't like this game. So that's, that was the the biggest turning point for me. Wow. That's Uh, a very interesting perspective. I didn't even think about I thought I was, he was just a father figure. I didn't even think about it as a spiritual figure. That's, that's, yeah. 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 It's the, it's just the idea. And you know, in the first game, I kind of saw it because, you know, he invested in her, then he died, you know, saving her life. You know, he sent her off and then he blows up and dies. But like, her talking, like Aloy talking with Beta and just being like, you're not defective. You're just missing. You're, you don't have a Rost. Like, you don't have someone yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, that is so cool. So, yeah, that was the most impactful moment for me. The rest of the game, of course, was, you know, continued from there. I was all in. Were there any, like, super impactful moments for you? Stuff that hit you pretty hard or or you found fascinating, interesting, whatever? Uh, no, I think the, 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 the background, the dialogue that you have with Tilda, the one that just like, just Ooh, yeah. turned on to, you know, just turned on the rest of the Zenus because, uh, she had that relationship with Elizabeth Sobeck, which was, yeah. I mean, talking about peeling an onion. I mean, like she would just talk and talk and talk about oh, yeah. their relationship and what she meant to her and yeah. how, how it has impacted what she's doing now and how she was stuck, uh, with the Zenus and things like that, where, she yep. made a decision and she was like, I couldn't get out of it. Uh, I, I thought that, that, I thought that, uh, moment when they were in that, like, I don't know, I guess the, chateau. Balcony, the, the balcony yeah, the, of the chateau. The, yeah. 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 That whole, that whole having whole breakfast <laughs> yeah, I know. surrounded by like deteriorated building. I was like, Oh, this is a nice little, <laughs> yeah, that was, time. that was really cool. Um, yeah, it was the, the other impactful on the, on the opposite spectrum yeah i was just gonna say it doesn't have to be positive it can be a negative impact uh the one where the moment varl dies like this guy is was was my favorite side character and they they kill him off and i felt like it was just to kill someone off on the on team uh i thought this i thought uh aloy and varl would be in the trilogy together Uh, i think Mm. that would have been that would have much better to have him part of the trilogy but I think when they met with the Zenus, like he died and it was, there was no, like, as well as the story was told in this game and how much, you know, background and exposition and exploration that they talked about, you know, like he just dies all of a sudden. And yeah. it, I felt like it was like, I felt shoehorned in. It didn't feel, it didn't feel very impactful to me. Like I love yeah. Varl. I was mad at the game about the, at the <laughs> writers for doing this. Yeah. than anything else like it was it, it i thought the story would have been much better if he was a part of it and someone else died like say aaron died I was like oh man aaron was a good guy you know like he was just he i i felt like him dying would have made more sense for the story and i could have been behind that but when varl died i'm like wow this really sucks like I, it's not, yeah. not not as far as like uh 
like an emotional attachment to to the game, but more of like that was horrible for them to do that. Like it doesn't make yeah. it, it it really um ruins the the story, the rest of the story when he's not a part of it. And then when they and when they go back and he's like he has they go to that mountain moment where you know yep. his, his ashes plant are the out flower. There. Yeah. You know, I felt like I felt like and then you don't talk about him for the rest of the game. Like, you know, like I felt like at the end of the end of it, I the uh, end of the game, I thought Ayla would have mentioned him. Like, I wish Varl was now, here or something like that. And it, she you doesn't. do know you do know at, at each after each mission, you can go to his flower ashes area and and Aloy will recall the mission or say, this is what we did. You'd be really proud because um, I did that at the very end of the game. I I just so happened after I did the final mission and it said, hey, now you can go and do all the rest of the stuff. I went back to his grave and she re- recalled like what had happened and how she missed him and wish he had been there. Um, See, that's, that's cool that, that that you have the ability to do that. But, but it's it optional. Wasn't, well, it was optional. It wasn't yeah. part of the main story yeah. where it was, you know, a, a cut scene or conversation that was a part of it. You know, like I get that's, that. Yeah, that's that. That was very, very disappointing to me. Uh, that's that that moment um, is what kept this game from becoming a ten out of ten for me. Yeah. Um, you know, like sometimes when when a main character dies, you're like, oh. You know, this makes totally sense, total sense for the story. It provides, you know, like a motivational factor for whoever the main protagonist is and things like that. You know, like if it, it just it just ended and that was it, you know, like you, you can go to the like you said, it was, it was an optional to, to go back to his, his, you know, his graveside as it was, as it were. Right. Uh, but it was that's it was so unfortunate uh, for me. I get it, and I, I just yeah. I mean, I could talk about talk about this for a while, but yeah, that's just un, <laughs> so un uh, uh, unfortunate. Um, yeah, way way to to end end Varl's journey with Aloy. I get it. I totally get it, and I can see both sides. Like I can see where it's like, ah, do they really have to do that? And yet at the same time, uh, you know, you mentioned Aaron could have been the one to die. And I would say based on the first game, Aaron would have had the emotional weight or the yes. connection and relationship. Yeah. But based on the second game, it wouldn't have mattered to me. Like he's just the, I'm learning about the old ways guy. He's not really that important. And so for me, the the only person that has like emotional connection to Aloy is really uh, Varl. So I get it from that perspective. And I thought his sacrifice was, was at least brave, like courageous like he he still tried to take on the zenith even though he knew he couldn't win and uh it was a, a definitely a sad moment but it also built up the terror of these zeniths because they're just so brutal and so heartless and cold and it, it makes it by the end of the game when when you do get the chance it's like oh you're going down no mercy if they would have been like with they were with regala and would have been like do you want to spare them or do you want to myrtleize them i'd be like uh myrtleize please like there was no <laughs> desire to be merciful whatsoever and yeah, i think it fit with uh, aloy it would have fit just, with aloy's character at that point yeah but i i i didn't even think like i was still i was still upset that but uh, uh, about it but aloy gives no gives no indication that that's part of her like hey you know like I'm, i want to kill these zenas because they killed zara zara or varl that's true so, like, yeah she didn't say any of that so it's like i didn't feel like if she would have if, if they would have continued to talk about varl or if there was some sort of introspective that you know yeah. or what whatever but it, they don't talk about him for the rest of the at game. least at least zo did zo got to take down that that one zenith with her her blade at the end so that was cool at least yeah. Um, one thing about Aloy that I really liked 
Well, on one hand, towards the beginning, I didn't like how much of a loner she was and how it didn't seem she got the togetherness of the end yeah. of the first game. But yeah. by the end of the game, her snarkiness with silence, her being kind of over, you know, even being snarky with Tilda, I liked that. Like, I liked the way she was talking with silence. At one point, she's like, why don't you listen to someone who actually knows what they're doing now, is what she says to silence at one point. And I bet, and I immediately thought, uh, Patrick's digging this, <laughs> digging this. I'm, I'm pretty sure at that point I was yelling at my TV like, thank you. Thank <laughs> <Yeah>. you. <laughs> and then when Tilda and Silence meet each other for the first time, I took a I took a screen grab of that because I loved it because Tilda was totally like looking at him the way he looks at Aloy and was finally getting a taste of his own medicine. Yep. Uh, that was pretty cool uh, because Silence was at that point the dumbest character in the room uh, during during that point when they meet. Um, He's the so, dumbest character of the game. <laughs> I mean, seriously, like we we talk about we talk about how much background you get from every single part of the the game. Yeah, all the characters, all the side characters, even like the collectibles you get for the random people. You're like, you get a little bit of background. Right. Silence is supposed to is 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 the key to taking down the Zenus. Like he is the key, and they don't explain the key. I mean, he does eventually. He does no, at he the doesn't. end. He's like, he's like, yes, he does. He's trusted. No, but, no, but at the end, he says, after you finish the final mission, he says, oh, the reason I had made this uh, shield bringer downer was Hades gave me the information. I mean, it wasn't like mind-blowing, but it was pretty much you know, he yeah. got info from Hades, and then he built the machine based off of Hades' schematics of how to take yeah. down but the you, shield. But, but, that's all, but that's all you get. You don't like, hey, yeah. this is the reason why. This is how it works, and this is what... No, no, no. What, He's the, like, the, just the trust weakness. me. Yeah, just yeah. trust me. No, I, I get it. Another another cryptic way that it's... I mean, it's on brand for, for Silence to do that, for sure, because yeah. he, he doesn't like to explain anything. Uh, but right. I felt like that was needed. And yeah. I, didn't get, well, I didn't get that, which which makes me hate silence even more. <laughs> <laughs> and one thing I, I thought was funny was, you know, let's let's just transition to the final mission and kind of like the wrap up of this game. Um, I, when they when the Zenus came and it was like, OK, we got to throw this shield bringer downer now or never. And he tosses the little disc or the little contraption out like like even a football. And it just kind of plops on the ground in front of him. I was like, this thing's not going to work. Like, I thought it was just going to be like, <laughs> and Alo was just yeah. going to look at silence like, are you kidding me? You big freaking <laughs> idiot. You had one job, you know, but it, thankfully it worked. Yeah. And then, yeah. uh, and then from there, I mean, the Zenus went down like little, little babies. That's kind of morbid. Maybe not yeah. babies. They went down yeah. like little puppies. Oh, that, I can't think of a good one that is not morbid to think about, but, but they that, went down really easy. That big, before, before that, that big battle. Where they're oh, yeah. using that teleporter to bring in all the machines yeah. into that big battlefield. That was epic. Yeah, that was a surprise because you were going in and all of a sudden there's all those specters running almost like wildebeest on the African, you know, savannah. Yes, and I'm like, awesome. oh, we're not going to be able to take them down. And then all of a sudden these huge Spinosaurus looking dudes pop out, like just all of a sudden appear and they're like, oh, Hephaestus did this, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, I don't get what Hephaestus did, but I'm just glad he did it. And so they <laughs> yeah. get that battle going. It's really cool. You can just hit everything or you can run or yeah, that final that final journey to the Zenith compound was really fun. It's pretty cool. Um, it, it was, uh, uh, you know, fun to kind of build up to and then fight some Zeniths and be able to actually take them down. Yes, uh, that was really cool. Uh, what did you think of uh, the final final? 
battles like the final battle we already kind of touched on the final battle with the the zenith that killed varl but what about tilda kind of turning on us after we are revealed about nemesis aka aka the ai from wally that was not (laughs) defeated on the ship but is now hunting down everyone you know like i thought the final baddie being being tilda made sense but it was just yeah. funny where she became a big, huge specter. Like she's like, right. all right, let me just get into this stomach, and we're gonna be specter. And you know, like, <laughs> uh, but it was just it, it made it made for a, a cool boss battle. You know, yeah. like so. Yeah, I, sure. I, I thought I thought that was great. Um, just after you defeat her, you you understand that. Oh no, we have this other AI, like you said, that's coming in from from Earth, and it's like. Aren't all the all the Zenus dead? Like what? That's the whole reason why. Exactly. So what's is that that like? Why would we be running away? Like that's couldn't you just reason with this person? Like this, like hey, just to let you know they're dead. Can we just be cool? Can we just like have a truce together? Yeah. Like, right. I don't, I, well, yeah, she's, like, she, I think the only thing that they you know that that Tilda said and kind of alludes to how dangerous and how all pretty much downright crazy this nemesis is is that one she said that nemesis is a conglomeration of all the negative and almost like psycho feelings and emotions of all the zeniths combined into one entity and then two she says that nemesis it's clear from their encounters with nemesis in the past that nemesis wants to not only kill the zeniths but destroy anything associated with the zeniths or anything that would give them a chance at a, a happy future and, and oh, Z- yeah, nemesis okay. knowing that they would want earth automatically just it's like guilty by association yeah so yeah. yeah and and so you have you know uh what feels like uh was gonna be a redemption of the relationship between tilda and uh elizabeth and aloy turned into yeah no she's still a zenith and you have to fight her killer she dies uh, and then silence, of course, is like, okay, I'm going to give you the choice. Do you want to come with me? No. Okay. I was like, no, See ya. no one <laughs> wants like, to go big idiot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, and then he you're, like, he you're not cool, like, man. He makes like three steps. He's like, you know what? Um, I'll just hang. I'll, I'll hang around. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I mean, you probably were like, dang it. I, I was, you were probably hoping he was going to fly I, away, get shot on the way, yeah. shot down on the way by nemesis. <laughs> right. One, yeah. it, did he think that nemesis was going to just blow by him? Like if he took that ship and blasted off into space, Nemesis would have found him. It's not like he. I mean, he. It would have spent. He would have spent the first day or two to figure out how in the world to even fly the ship. Yeah. He'd be like, "How do I do this?" And then Nemesis is like, "Zenith ship," and then destroy him. So <laughs> See, he really, yeah. he really made a better choice. He really made the better choice. So yeah. I'm glad that he's in it. I I feel mm-hmm. like I feel like he could redeem himself in some way in the third movie, as long as he doesn't continue to be a big third, jerk. Third movie or game? Uh, that's what I said. Game. You can <laughs> edit that out. Thanks. Yeah, got it. Uh, yeah. So now we have uh, a third game to look forward to, as I yes. like to call either mm-hmm. Horizon in Outer Space or 3021 A Space Odyssey on the Horizon. <laughs> okay. What do you think? Yeah, that's good. I like. Uh, what do you? I, what do you think? I don't. I don't know what's going to be called, but I think the, the predictions for what it's going to be for uh, the third game is they're going to harness uh, the Hades. And Hades is going to become a integral part of yeah. of defeating Nemesis. That's just yeah. I, I, silence is going to be in, in in the third game. Uh, you know, much to my dismay, he's going to be part <laughs> of the third game. He will. But I'm he hoping will. hoping that he he'll, his his demeanor, his attitude will shift, uh, yeah. like we saw at the end of the game. 
Yeah. And he'll, I think, I think he'll come around and I think his story arc, once you get to the third game, you'll, you'll feel a little more positive mm-hmm. I, or you will feel, actually, yeah, I would I, just settle for it. any positivity. <laughs> I mean, Maybe I not. I, not happening. He's, he's, he's going to, he's going to, he's going to be a part of it and he's going to keep all the secrets of Hades to himself. Yeah. And he's, that's all. It's the way it's, it's going to we'll be. See. Yeah. Well, at this point, uh, we have, we're going to have all the sub functions at the beginning of this next game, right? Cause by the end they do have Apollo and have the others on the space station or within their grasp. So they should have a complete Gaia, which will be cool. And like you said, Hades will come into the picture again, yep. most likely to help fight Nemesis. I am very interested if, uh, you know, how it's going to be set up. If Nemesis is going to come and start wrecking shop because it is overwhelming odds. Like they talked about how Nemesis took down the Zeniths, you know, uh, side yeah. planet or Little plan B destroyer. planet. Yeah. Yeah. Sirius or whatever it was called. And it destroyed it within hours. I'm like, Hmm, this is not setting up to be a very long fight. Sounds like a death star to me. Yeah. It really does sound like a death star. Uh, but yeah, I'm really, I'm really excited and I'm looking forward to see how it all pans out. Do you think, let's see, I want to make a, I want to make a, a prediction here. Okay. Do you think there'll be any space travel or will it be on all on Yeah, it, it has to be there. If, I know, if, right. If it there has if to be some space travel, it's not during the game, it's the end of the game. You have, it has to be, they have going to, to jump space. the shark and throw and, and go and go to space. It really has yeah. to happen because that's the, what, that's what it felt like it, it alluded to when they were going to take yeah. the ship and go into space, you know? So I think that's, it's, it's gotta and be. Hephaestus can make anything now because he's got like Zenith stuff. Like he's got Zenith technology. Like he's going to absorb all that with Gaia and they're just going to be like, oh, boop, 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 boop. We'll just make you, all of a sudden it turns into like some kind of Star Wars slash dances with wolves. Like it's going to be amazing. I we're think. Have spa- spaceships, we're going to have planes, we're going to have helicopters, you know, let's build all Ooh, that stuff. Better yet, space, uh, what are the T-Rexes called? Uh, what? That you fight Thunderjaw, Thunderjaw spaceships. Like you just, you fly a a Thunderjaw into space. The the Thunderjaw just grows wings. Yeah. It grows (laughs) wings, a unicorn horn. And it's like, like that's, yeah. So cool. Uh, Any, let's see. We covered any, any last thoughts on the final part of the story? Uh, No, I don't. I I wanted to know real quick. What were, what was your favorite? What was your go-to weapon? uh the bow an arrow the uh i think it was the seems a little bow. cliche doesn't it <laughs> the, the warrior bow you know i think yeah. it was um, yeah that's a good I, one I, I liked the i liked the my favorite one was the uh shredding one where it just oh, yeah. makes that like warm and just yeah. like and a big huge like just uh explosion happens and it tears off the armor of whatever you know uh, animal that you're trying to defeat uh i, yeah. I love that i just loved that sound nice my favorite was the uh, I call it the the explosive javelin, the one that you would toss, yeah. and it would like stick into their side, and then like a second later it would explode. <laughs> yeah, I would just yeah. I was like so pincushioning enemies. Oh, so satisfying because they would have full yeah. health, and then I would toss two in their face, and it would just be like, <laughs> they explode yeah. and die. Yeah, yeah. So that was really cool. Did you have a favorite outfit? Uh, I think I did, but I don't remember what it was. I I, I think there was Fair enough. one of the one of the cool what things. What it looked is, like? It, it, my, it was orange. I got I got some of those okay. dyes and I made it orange. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I never I messed why. with it the just, dyes. It just just the vibrant colors of this game were just so that makes awesome sense. that I wanted were, to I wanted to have a little bit of vibrant color. I didn't like the muted greens that they that some of the uh, outfits had. I wanted something colorful. So I yeah got the orange dye. Did that whole that whole thing and nice. I was yeah. all about the Tunak outfits like the one with the velociraptor head 
or the skull oh, on top of your yeah. head, like with the teeth and stuff. I was like, yeah. I, I never. Uh, I um. I, I think one of my favorite was it had, it had, it had like like the horns on it. Um, yeah. Uh, but but I turned off having the headdress on. Um, oh, what? I, did, I, I, didn't, <laughs> it, I didn't. It made it so funny when she's like covered in headdress and stuff, and she's trying to have a serious conversation. <laughs> know, that's, why, that's why I turned it off. I was like, man, this is that makes this sense. Is throwing me off. I got to turn it off for these cutscenes. I didn't even know you could turn it off, or I probably would have turned it off. I'm like, dang yeah. on. I love this outfit, but why does she look like an idiot? It was just like <laughs> in Guardians of the Galaxy when I had him dressed up like his 80s kid look. And it was like a heartfelt moment. It was like, I can't take you seriously looking like an idiot. Right, right. Yeah. So it was the same kind of thing with her. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that what is all. Oh, did you have what a... What would you rate yeah, it? Yeah. You read my mind. Got to right, rate yeah. it. Got to rate it. Uh, I, the, not 9.5 out of 10. This game was... Right. I love this game. Um, I platinumed this game. Uh, I When I first started this game, I thought I was going to not do any of the side missions. But once I had to do a side mission, I was like, wow, this... This world is is really you know developed. Yeah. They wanted to make sure that yeah. you were a part of this world, and so after I did that first side mission, it might have been Zoe and her spirit animals, and I was like, you know what? I think I'm just gonna start doing the side side mission. So I did all the side yeah. missions, and uh, all, almost all of them were interesting and part of the story. The only thing I didn't like was the collectibles. They were just like, I don't really care about this. isn't This isn't Spider Man or Spider Man Miles Morales, where all the collectibles are fun. Like these, right. these were not no. fun collectibles. And I felt like the first game was good better in that in that respect. I yeah. felt like there's a little more of a story and less collectibles, so it all made sense. Like mm-hmm. one of the collectibles I remember from the first game that I loved is when you would get a you almost got like you almost took a picture or something and you all of a sudden it gave you like the hologram of what it used oh. to look like in our yeah. day. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know, I don't remember what the vistas or views or I don't remember right. what it's called, yeah. but I, I really liked that from the first game. They did it in the second game too. Yeah. Did they? they? Did this one? I, yeah. I, I didn't mess with them, so I'll I probably go back. The, you have to do a one or some of them for the platinum. Oh, that's the fair only enough. I did those. Yeah, yeah, and that's my bad. Uh, I think during our last show, when I said I had beaten Horizon Forbidden West, I gave it an eight. But after now talking about it, I give it an eight and a half. So I All went right. up half just because I'm like, man, this really was a good story, and and I know part of it was my fault, uh, just kind of pushing, rushing through, or. You know, being overwhelmed by the collectibles and the map and yeah. all that jazz. I think overall that if in a perfect world where I just have a bunch of free time, I would just, I would just take my time and, and love it. Yeah. I really feel like though that you know the the moment you get the bird, the glidedactyl or whatever it's called. Man, why do uh, they have to wait till the end of the game to get that? Yeah. Oh. Cause what a hype moment, but then also it's like, I don't even have to figure out these, you know, tall neck puzzles or anything. I could just ride this bird and then jump off and glide down. Yeah. Like easy, you know, right. so it was a bummer to get that so late, but still, still a really cool moment. Uh, I think in the next game, I need them to drip the, the open world content, like maybe like somehow make more things pop up. Once I've gotten far enough in the game or I've gotten a few things, uh, I can't tell you how many times I went by those stupid flowers and she's like, oh, I don't, I don't have the part to use to do that yet. Oh my I'm like, yeah. you know what? Quit telling me. I already know. <laughs> and I'm, I'm not going to do it. You don't have to tell me 15 yeah. times. Then don't yeah. put these in my path in the main story, okay? You jerks. But yeah. But overall, what a great game. What a great fun game. Can't wait for the third game. It's going to be a, a great close to a great trilogy. For sure. For sure. For yeah. sure. All right. Well, that is all for our sequel to the uh, original GMG VGBC chat of Horizon Forbidden West. Uh, hope to see you next time for either our April game of Arkham Knight coming soonish or uh, 
are Celeste and Ratchet and Clank, spoiler cast, that will be coming by the end of the month, beginning of June. Uh, yeah. If you want to join in on the discussion with us, please, you can you can play along with us. You can you can talk about it with us on Discord. The link is in the show notes. Uh, maybe even if you are a part of the Discord and join in on the discussion, you may be even guest on one of our spoiler casts. You never know. Yeah. Uh, also, like if you're hear, giving, we like to hear your opinions. Exactly. It shouldn't just be the Good Morning Guys trio or quad quadfecta being talking heads. We need more people to throw in their two cents. Yeah. Um, if you are the giving type, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and Podchaser and Spotify. Helps us reach new joiners. Whether you give us stars, exclamation marks, feedback, or an encouraging word, it is all appreciated. Mm-hmm. All righty then. Pat, along with you, our beloved friends, family, and joiners, go get your good morning this week. And may God bless and guide your lives as you live, as you work, and as you game. One, two, three, four.